welcome to this episode of the Rest Base Weight Loss Series, where I am going to ask a question. <laughs> I'm going to address the question. Why is it so hard to change your eating habits? Why is it so hard to switch from uh, a diet where you're eating anything you want to switching to a to an actual diet where you're eating healthy? Like, why is that so hard? Why is it so hard to stick with, to be consistent with? Why is it so hard to not go backwards, to not go back to the way that you were eating before? Why is that so difficult? I want to address, I just want to address that. I'm, I'm not, this isn't a tip episode. This isn't, you know, here's what you need to do. Uh, I do have those tips, but I'm not going to talk about them on this episode. I'm just going to talk about the reason why it's so difficult based on my experience, based on research, based on other people's experiences, conversations that I've had, people that I've worked with in the weight loss space. We'll talk about that today. But first, in case this is your first time listening, my name is Lene Urban. I'm a nutrition and lifestyle coach, and I am all about a very gentle approach to weight loss. And I, I like to call it rest-based weight loss. Uh, rest-based weight loss is uh, it's an approach, it's a strategy that approaches weight loss from a, from a, a stress standpoint. So based on what I know about the way that hormones and stress impact your weight, I know that if your stress levels are high, then your weight won't come off. If your stress hormones, cortisol, adrenaline, and noradrenaline, if those hormones are elevated, then whatever weight you end up losing is just going to come back on. And so the way that I like to approach weight loss, I like to approach it from a standpoint of what is elevating your stress? that is preventing you from being able to live a lifestyle where you can effortlessly get down to your goal weight. And actually what I included in the description of this episode is I included a link to a stress health quiz that I put together. It's an assessment to find out which of the four major lifestyle areas, which four major lifestyle areas are currently contributing to your weight issues, currently contributing to your health issues. Uh, there are four different major areas, and I put together a little quiz so that you can find out uh, which areas you need to improve on if you want to improve your health. Uh, I link that. It's right there in the description. It's operationfixmylife.com slash, uh, slash stress health quiz. Take that quiz. It's really brief. It'll only take you a couple minutes. And at the very end, you'll get a score in each of those categories. So you can see specifically which areas of your lifestyles need to be improved and, and manipulated and changed in order to start making some changes to your health from the inside out. So check that out. Now, uh, today's video is it, it's all about one of those lifestyle areas one of those uh, one of those lifestyle areas that we don't understand and that we don't realize actually elevate stress hormones. And that's the area of nutrition. That's the area of dieting. That's the area of eating. We don't realize that when we eat too much, we are actually elevating stress hormones that cause our bodies to hold on to fat. When we eat too little, when we don't eat enough, those same stress hormones are being elevated. 
it's really interesting that our bodies require a very specific type of balance in order to not feel so stressed that it can't release weight. But here's the problem. The problem is that the types of foods that we have access to today in our current culture, those, those foods do a little bit more than what they did in years past. And this is just within the last, I would say 30, 40, maybe 50 years, right? We're in 2018. So yeah, maybe the last 50 years, the types of foods that um, started being manufactured and produced they started uh, having a different impact on our lives than in years prior. So if you think about our hunter-gatherer ancestors, I, you know, sometimes I like to imagine like what life was like. And at what point <laughs> can you imagine our hunter-gatherer ancestors like stress eating? Can you imagine them coming back from a long day of hunting and gathering, coming back to their village or their community or whatever, and being like, oh, I'm so stressed. Somebody passed me the popcorn. That didn't exist. And I don't think we understand, I don't think we understand that our access right now and today to some of these things that didn't exist when our hunter-gatherer ancestors were roaming the earth, we don't understand that our bodies are not equipped to be able to handle a lot of these things that we currently have access to today that our ancestors never had access to. So our bodies were designed to withstand, our bodies were designed to, uh, to withstand certain behaviors with food and the things that we're exposed to today and the things that we have access to today, our bodies weren't designed to be able to, to withstand that. So for example, it, it, stress eating, when we feel, you know, a lot of us, when we feel stressed, we automatically have cravings for like salty, crunchy snacks or chocolate or sweets. You know, we have cravings for foods and we have no idea. We just feel stressed. We feel anxious. We feel emotional. And all of a sudden we have cravings for these foods. And when I say that, you know, currently today we're using foods in a way that were not used previously and that our bodies weren't created to, to use them. I'm saying that when we're stress eating, our emotions may be feeling like the impact of uh, those sweets or that salt elevating our mood hormones, elevating serotonin, elevating dopamine so that we feel better. But our metabolisms, our digestive systems, our bodies are like, what is going on? What is this? What is she doing? Why are we eating popcorn? What is, what is the purpose what is the purpose of this? Why are we eating popcorn right now? Are we hungry? No. We had breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, okay. Are we going on a long journey and need like the extra calories that we no, she's just gonna wake up and go back to work tomorrow. We don't need any of these extra calories. So we have our metabolism, our digestive systems, our brains are like, what what is going on? Like, why are we doing this? 
And no, like there are no parts of our bodies that understand what to do with this excess food that we're eating because we're stressed. So the fat cells are like, well, whatever, I'll just take it. <laughs> the liver is like, whatever, just pass it through me. I'll tuck it into the fat cells somewhere. We'll save it for a rainy day, just in case there happens to be a rainy day. Like there hasn't been a rainy day, you know, where we've been in severe famine for, you know, hundreds of years, but just in case. We'll just pack these, we'll pack all this excess food, the stress, this stress eating. We'll we'll pack these stress snacks into the fat cells somewhere and you know, hopefully we'll use them one day. That is literally what's happening. <laughs> That's literally what's happening with the way that we treat food right now. So why is it? That goes back to my original question. Why is it so hard for us to change our eating habits? Because our bodies are naturally designed to be adaptive. Our bodies are designed to adapt to uh, to our behavior, to, to adapt to what it is that we're doing, to what it is that we're eating, to how it is that we're behaving. And so the longer we continue to uh, do things like, for example, have dessert after dinner or eat chips and cookies and chocolate if we're feeling stressed or anxious or drink wine or have some beers to wind down you know, after a, a long, tough day at work, like the longer we repeat these behaviors, the more our bodies adapt and begin to uh, begin to adapt and adjust to the fact that you know what maybe we just need this so that when you want to change that behavior when you want to change that habit with that food with that snack your body has all of these years of adaptation and years of adjustment to no 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 we need wine after work like this is what we've been doing for the past five years we've been having a glass of wine after work. We've been having three or four beers every week to combat the stress from work. No, no, no. We need the chocolate. We need the cookies. We need the ice cream. For the past 10 to 15 years, we have been running to ice cream and cookies and chocolate every time we're feeling stressed or emotional about something. We can't, don't take that away from us. Now we need it. That's how our bodies respond. And so when we try to remove, when we try to change that behavior and then remove those things, from our from our diets, remove those things from our behavior, then our bodies immediately go into rebellion. Our hormones become attached. You know, once upon a time, if you were feeling stressed or anxious, you would have to rely on the your natural biochemistry to bring down that stress. But now, because we can bring down our stress by watching cat videos or by, you know, just hopping on Instagram and scrolling through the feeds of, of really beautiful people and imagine that we have their lives or hop on Facebook and watch viral videos. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like now that we have the opportunity to like find a really an awesome show on Netflix that we've never seen before that we find really interesting and just sit and just and and binge and and remove ourselves, escape from reality. Now that we have access to those things, our bodies, once again, are so adaptive to our behaviors. Once we have access to these things, our bodies just grow attached and adjusted to, to the reality that we are creating. 
So if you are trying to give up chocolate cake, or if you're trying to give up ice cream, or if you're trying to give up alcohol, or you're trying to start exercising, if you have created a lifestyle that includes the ice cream and the cake and the cookies, or that does not include the exercise, then your body is not just going to jump in there willy-nilly, ready for the change. You are going to have to create a lifestyle slowly but surely so that your body can adapt to it. Because if you try to force your body into these new habits, then your body's going to go through withdrawal. It's difficult. It's hard to change your eating habits. It's hard to change your lifestyle because the current lifestyle that you're living was, was created, cultivated, and instilled over time. So do you think that it's, do you think it's possible that you can go from that life, the, the lifestyle that you're living right now to a, all right, January 1st, I'm hitting the gym and I'm going on a diet. I'm going to do it this time. This year is going to be different. I'm going to do it. Do you think that after years of cultivation of this current lifestyle that you're living, that your body is going to jump on board? No. The same type of cultivation that was required to get to the point where you're at right now in terms of your behavior with food and, and the types of foods that you're eating, that same cultivation, that's the same cultivation that's required to, ch to completely change your lifestyle. I, I have conversations with people who have grown up in homes where they were taught how to rely on food emotionally to help cope with their issues. And so you have people like that, that have been taught as young children based on how they saw their mothers behave with food or their, and or their fathers behave with food. You're talking about people that uh, from, uh, from children, as children were taught these behaviors with food, they grow up and they, they uh, incorporate, they carry on this lifestyle into adulthood. And then they're a hundred pounds overweight and decide that, you know, it's time to do something about it and then try to go to the gym and, and hop on a diet. That's not the way, like, that's not the way this, that's not the way that works. It's a very stressful and unsustainable approach to changing your body. No, no, no. If you want to change your eating habits, if you want to change your lifestyle so that you can change your health and change your body, then the very first thing you have to do is you have to look at your current habits and then pinpoint where all of those habits came from. First, you got to figure out where they all came from. After you figure out where they came from, then you have to figure out how you can transition your way how you can transition your way into Sorry. Sorry everyone. I'm reconnecting right now. So how you can transition your way into a healthier lifestyle? how you can tr transition your way into a different pattern of behavior with food.
And that requires a slower, gentler, um, more strategic approach that requires just a lot of trial and error, that requires a lot of patience, okay? That's what that requires. So if you want to, if you want to uh, be able to, to know more about what, like what's required, if you want to know more about specifically what that takes, then I want you to follow. I want you to, I want you to follow. I want you to subscribe. I want you, uh, I want you to keep listening this year because, uh, not only am I going to give you the tips and tools to be able to do that, but I'm also going to give you some opportunities to work with me, uh, to allow me to help you, uh, to lead you through that. Okay. All right. Um, once again, if you want to get a head start and a jump start on which areas of your life need to be transformed, need to be changed so that you can lose weight so that you can keep it off so that you can sustain that weight loss. Um, then you can find out right now. It'll take you a few seconds. Go to operationfixmylife.com slash slash stress health quiz. Uh, you'll have an opportunity if you want. You can, you'll have the choice to be able to sign up for my email list only if you want to. It'll, it's a yes or no question. Do you want to sign up? Yes. No. All right. That's cool. You'll still get your answers. You'll still get your responses and then just continue to follow along. Okay. All right. Thanks so much for listening. And I look forward to seeing you next time.